Nebuchadnezzar's dream. It wasn't just God who was pleased with the way the Jews worked hard and lived good lives in Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar was pleased too. So pleased that he took the most promising young people to the palace to learn Babylonian culture and language. Four of the students were Daniel, Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego. They worked hard and God rewarded them with exceptional talents and letter and wisdom. And for Daniel, the gift of understanding dreams. At the end of the course, they amazed the king who gave them important jobs on his royal staff. The king often had had bad dreams and would ask his advisors to tell him what they meant. These wise men consulted oracles and conjured up spirits, then told Nebuchadnezzar what they thought he wanted to hear. But after one dream, the king decided to test them. This time, I don't want, I don't just want an interpretation, he said. I want you to tell me what I dreamed too. Panicking, the advisors made a wild stab at lying. The king was enraged. Put them all to death, he fumed. Unfortunately, that included Daniel and his three friends. When Daniel heard, he ran to the king. I'm sure I can tell you about your dream, he begged. Nebuchadnezzar remembered how Daniel had impressed him before. Come back tomorrow, he demanded. And Daniel dashed home to pray. Next day, he returned confidently. No human, however wise, can tell you your dream, Daniel began. But last night, the Lord showed me. You dreamed of a huge statue. The head was gold, the chest and arms silver, the belly bronze, the legs iron, and the feet half iron, half clay. A huge rock smashed the statue into pieces that blew away on the wind. Then the rock grew into a great mountain, which filled the world. Nebuchadnezzar gasped. The body parts stand for five empires, Daniel explained, that will come after yours. But God's kingdom will eventually destroy all human empires and will stand forever. After that, Daniel was appointed chief royal advisor, and his three friends were made provincial governors. The other district officials were filled with jealousy, but they didn't have long to wait to get their own back. Nebuchadnezzar made a huge golden statue. He ordered a fanfare to be played at certain times, and whenever the people heard the music, they were to fall down in the direction of the idol and worship it, or be thrown in a furnace. 
The jealous district officials told Nebuchadnezzar that Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego refused to pay homage. They were arrested and brought to Nineveh. Do what you will. We cannot bow down to an idol, the friends told the king. The king ordered that the furnace be made seven times hotter than usual and that the friends be bound and thrown into the blazing furnace immediately. But when Nebuchadnezzar went to check that the men had been burned to a cinder, he was utterly baffled. The servants who had thrown the Jews into the white-hot flames were killed by the searing heat. But inside the furnace, the three men were walking around freely, chatting to what looked like an angel. Come out, Nebuchadnezzar roared. The three men stepped out of the blaze without a single hair on their head singed. The shock king sent a decree through the whole of Babylon. No one may say anything against the God of the Jews, for no other God is as powerful as theirs. About the story. These stories were included in the Bible to encourage the exiles to stand firm for God and not to lose their faith when they were being threatened in Babylon. The stories show that God could save his people from terrible things, just as he had done in the past. People in ancient times were very interested in dreams. Daniel's experience reminded them that God understood everything, even if people did not.